Hello friends, it is Thursday, it is the 10th of June and here we are taking another step forward. It is fascinating isn't it, hearing Paul writes in these letters and I think often in our modern day Christian context we take for granted the completely different mindset that faith in Jesus brings, that everything around us is transitory and that true value lies in God's kingdom and this eternal kingdom that we don't get to see with our eyes right now. You know, we've had a long time to get used to this concept, but boy, this new Christian community, they really do grapple with this. And so, so much of what Paul writes is about trying to shift their focus and shift their their mindset out of the world and into God's kingdom. And today is no exception. So Holy Spirit, give us back a naive, childlike set of ears that we can hear your word and let it touch us and impact us, not with the layers and layers of familiarity, but with the truth of your message to us about your kingdom in our lives. All right, folks, let's read together. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, because when we are clothed, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent, we groan and are burdened, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed instead with our heavenly dwelling, so that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now the one who has fashioned us for this very purpose is God, who has given us the Spirit as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Therefore we are always confident, and know that as long as we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we live by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due to us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Since then, we know what it is to fear the Lord, we try to persuade others. What we are is plain to God, and I hope it is plain to your conscience. We are not trying to commend ourselves to you again, but are giving you an opportunity to take pride in us, so that you can answer those who take pride in what is seen rather than what is in the heart. If we are out of our mind, as some say, it is for God. If we are in our right mind, it is for you. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way we do so no longer. Therefore If anyone is in Christ, 
the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Jesus, what an amazing mission you draw us into. You have come to reconcile the world to you, to draw the world back into your embrace, not to judge and to condemn, but to love and to forgive. And you ask us to be a part of this. Lord, put to death that worldly part of us that always compares ourselves to the other, wanting to be better and to prove our worth and blow life into your spirit inside of us, the spirit that always loves and preferences the other and forgives and draws nearer to you. Lord, help us be your ambassadors for reconciliation. Thank you for the privilege of being a part of this incredible work of grace and of forgiveness. And we thank you for extending that grace and forgiveness to us first. Because boy, do we need it. Now we thank you, Jesus. And pray this in your name. Amen.